0: Welcome to another episode of our quadcast.
1: Back again.
0: Yep. Um, <laughs> Why are you laughing? You, a laughing. Lot of you know what? It's 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 finally good to have like most of the team members back. Wait, number one, Emmanuel. Like, where have you been? Like, it seems like you've been making that investment money, that investment back money. Now, I, I bet you, Emmanuel, is one yeah. of those
1: people
0: investing in Bitcoin. Literally. Mm-hmm. He's, He's 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 got a different tax bracket now. That's why he hasn't been with us. He's he's his tax bracket is different from ours now, isn't it? You can you can see the chest is coming. This guy, well, it? it's good. Eh? Explain to the people where have you been? Been around. I've been around. Them. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, just been working out. That's all. Sweet, 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 sweet. Also, yeah, before we we start this episode, we just wanted to uh, say thank you to everyone so far who's been listening to our podcast and who's just been uh you know sending us messages and as to you know how helpful our podcast is. To be honest, our goal really isn't, we're not really, well, I'll say I'm not really bothered about, you know, how many listens we we tend to get. What I'm more um, bothered about and what tends to trigger me more is the guy that sends us a message and says, oh, like, you guys have just motivated me to do this, to start my own business. You guys have just motivated me. Or I can relate to what you guys are saying. So yeah, shout out to everyone who's listened. We do recognize you. Thank you for the retweets and the listens. So yeah, now we are going to crack on into our topic. So what's the topic today then, guys? The topic is, I'm a techie and I know nothing about business. What should I do? So what advice would you give to like people who are computer scientists like us, but they know nothing about business and want to start a startup or a venture?
1: Study. Could you um, elaborate? If you don't know something and you need that particular thing, we are privileged enough to be in a place where you can study about it. Mm. Um, you have easy access now to people. You can ask questions about certain things. Except when it comes to HRMC and they don't want to give you their uh-huh. advice. Don't get me started. On how to pay your taxes because they want to find you more. But that's just me hating. Side <laughs> note. Um, but yes, um, study. But then also, I guess it comes into, you know, a place to if you don't have the resources to if you're a guy in Kenya and you've managed to gain your programming knowledge um, and you've got an app but there is no one to support your business wise, what, what do you do then? Uh, but yeah I'll, I'll say the first thing is study gain more knowledge and try and acquire um, the knowledge you need for your, the business you're trying to pursue and when I say study it's not just like or how those business work in general. Study the market you're going into. If you're making an app for fashion, you you need to know the fashion business because it's different from the finance business. Because now you have a lot of apps um, and startups and technologies that support finance a lot. So that's a whole different market on its own. So yeah, it's it's just it's just study.
0: Absolutely, yeah, I definitely agree with you because you know I always like dropping Elon Musk references into you know our podcast. And one of the things I learned whilst reading about Elon Musk and studying him is the fact that, you know, congrats to him. He has a very good way of consuming things very quick. So he learns things quick, pretty quick. And he didn't actually know much about rockets or like the businesses he used to venture into, like PayPal. But what he used to do is read a lot before he got into them. Do you see what I mean? And I, I read some of that before he was even, you know, going on to pursue all these business ventures, he was actually about to do a uh, PhD. So definitely studying is, is very important as to what you want to go into, whether it's, you know, um, Looking for another um, uh, planet in which we can inhabit, since the world is overpopulating. Read up on the different solar system planets, and um, yeah, different areas. But on a side note, to be honest, I would say read. To be honest, like that's that's really the advice I would give. And the reason why I say I would read is because I've seen the impact that reading books, in terms of business books, has had um, over my uh, ventures that I'm pursuing, and me being a um, computer scientist. One of the books I would definitely recommend you guys to read first is a book called uh, "Founders at Work" by uh, Jessica Livingstone. It basically talks about the process that different uh, startups at that time, such as AOL. You guys remember AOL, uh, that yes. that blogger website that bought that got bought by uh, Microsoft. You know, mm. that allows it allowed everyone to have uh, create blogs. It had a orange logo with an E in it. Oh yeah, yeah. That it talks E-bob. about eBlog. Yeah, it talks about their story and it also talks about other stories from like companies like. Uh, Yahoo as well and it's very interesting so that's one book I recommend and other books just like uh, Zero to One like I mentioned in a previous podcast really allow you to if you want to take your business like venture into another level in terms of thinking you know how do I start a business that's not just going to be around for like six months it's not just going to be the next uh, hot trend. Think about you know books like uh, Zero to One which talks about you know the future businesses, the future ventures that are going to to last long in terms of uh, biomedical in, uh, industries, fintech, artificial intelligence, and etc. These are things that you know will will turn to 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 uh, span a, a longer lifetime rather than trying to do the next you know hot hap that will you know bring you to you know a lot of success. But well, what's what's your take on it? E123.
2: I, I would say if you know friends who've gone through the business route like we have business degrees as well also sit down with them you know talk to them are you serious yeah why not if, if they have the knowledge if they, if they
0: if they've gone through business degrees so you think university no, no, no. has taught you everything no i mean not in terms of business degrees but people who are
2: more into the business side of things because if i know one guy who you know he has good knowledge in in depth about markets and how businesses work and how money flows whatever I'll, you know, sit down with him and say, oh, I have this idea, oh, I want to get into this world, what you suggest and stuff like that. They will probably direct you or, you know, help you in terms of the, that business side. Mm. But also what you two said as well, you know, reading books and stuff, also doing it by yourself as well.
0: You know, if there's someone there who, who you know of, yeah. you know, it's always good to ask for help. I definitely agree. I think in another word, that was the next thing I was going to bring up. If any of those two or three things you mentioned don't work, it's look for mentors, basically. Look for mentors into the field you want to go into and sort of see, you know, how they can help you. And literally, that's literally the stage I'm currently at. I'm just trying to think about how I can get this process of being a quote-unquote entrepreneur and, you know, doing it successfully. So I, I'm thinking having a mentor would actually shorten the process because they will be able to tell me, what mistakes they made in the in the sector that I wanted to get into as well and sort of what I should avoid. Do you see what I mean? So in a way, yeah, look for mentors and see like what opportunities they have. But I don't know. To me, I think finding mentors is pretty difficult. What do you guys think?
1: Okay, so I know a lot of people say, um, find a mentor who can train you, who can lead you, which is obviously once you get that, that's yeah, like, that that's a bonus. I think we, everyone can testify and that's why everyone mm. recommends. Go look for a mentor. But that's the word. Go look for a mentor. And I don't think people really look. Yeah. You know, they tweet one person who is doing well. And I'm like, oh, he didn't respond, you know, and he's not mentoring me. Yeah. These guys are now selfish. The world is over. And, you know, uh, all these rich people who have done well, why are you not helping the lesser guys? Yeah, yeah. You know, but sorry, the guy is busy. Hmm. You actually have to go. Look for these people like and yeah. knock on different people's door. Yeah, And so I, I do agree with the sense of getting a mentor. And I agree also with the, with the part about you just talk to people. I think we said this on one of our podcasts. One of the best things to do is talk to people. I think we've got into a place where people are skeptical, afraid, unsure about if I tell this person he will take my idea. Or if I tell this person and they laugh at me. You know, because to you, your idea might make sense. You don't know how someone would react. Maybe the first person you thought reacts weird about it. And then you're not quite sure how to approach people, you know, and there are just some people who have the experience in the business side. You come to them. And I think while 2.0, you said this before, (laughs) whereby they don't just, they, for some reason, they can't see your point of view Mm. and they would just shut it down like, hold on. Ah, that would not work in this, in this industry. Mm. It won't work in this sector. And because they're experiencing it, they can back it up and then you're totally like, this idea would not work. Mm-hmm. So even when you do go do that, go with a sense of expectation, despite their reaction, just want to gain the knowledge. Yeah. So even if they are shutting you down, just pick the knowledge about why they think it won't work. Yeah. And then say, okay, how would I navigate that particular issue when I come across it? Instead of automatically saying, this guy who has 10 years experience in finance doesn't think my app idea would work because yeah. Monzo or BlueCoins are already doing it. Just think, how would I actually navigate that? Yeah. Which I think is what a lot of people struggle with in the sense that you tell one person, person doesn't like it, they give up. I mean, yeah. if you sat in some uh, user testing and <laughs> you when, when you think your app is the best yeah. and all your fellow tech people tell my you, goodness. you know, this app is great, design yeah. is great, and then eight users yeah. out of ten just be like, "Oh, I don't like where the X button is." Yeah. Oh, I saw. Isn't Google launching something like this? Oh my goodness! Yeah. You stole this idea yeah. from this That's the okay. most common. Like, yeah. <laughs> didn't Google know? just release that? I'm
0: like, seriously, would I literally build something that like Google's released? Like Google just
1: released. That. <laughs> you see? You know. So mm-hmm. the, I would say, if you're looking for these people, don't don't be discouraged. And yeah. I know stories of people who's literally pursue, you know people until they got yeah. what they wanted and that's another thing if you're a techie you don't know about business you have to be resilient yeah that's something that people in business have they have a thick skin mm. we we have a thick skin when it comes to our code i mean if you can sit for hours looking for one semicolon yeah. that is not allowing your code to rot exactly you you have a good thick skin exactly but it's just like you're going to deal with a different type of issue Absolutely. and that's i think i agree with everything we said but I think you're all good and Study beforehand so you get an idea of what. Also, don't go there and start rambling about the tech side. You you here to talk about the business yeah. side. So, do a bit of you know study beforehand. Okay. And, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: so I mean, you you don't have to know it in depth. I think we, we also okay. mentioned this once whereby, no matter who we hire, hmm. they're probably going to be better than us Absolutely. in what we're hiring them to. But we're not going to be stupid, whereby we have no idea what they are doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so study beforehand and then go speak to these people yeah. and say, "I want to get involved in yeah, yeah. in fashion. I'm building an app for it. Yeah. I know this and this and this. What do you think about this and this and this? Mm-hmm. And that person will take you more seriously because he will know I'm not just speaking to a novice or someone who hasn't done their research. You know, so
0: exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's very important to read up on or at least know what it is you want to do in, in terms of business because you don't want to go to me and potential clients or potential people you're meeting with and they're talking about, they're giving you all these uh, jargon terms that you're unaware about. You're like, what is this? <laughs> do you see what I mean? That's probably one of the most embarrass- embarrassing things to do. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to point out my weaknesses. So like, one thing I've been told that I realize I do a lot is, especially in the business rules, because I'm still learning this business stuff, is that I don't, I tend to always like, I don't listen much. Do you see what I mean? Which is what I'm learning right now. Like when I meet someone who's way more experienced than me and I just tend to like, just, I'm not saying I'm listening to everything they're telling me or do this about life or do this. I'm saying I'm just listening to their side, their point of view in terms of experience and in terms of being in business. Do you see what I mean? Because what I tend to do is when I meet these you know, CEOs, and uh etc it's like oh yeah yeah yeah. i know what you're talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i know this rather than me to say mm, that's interesting but why did you do it like this do you see what i mean so i think it's very important for you to 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 be able to do that and so to, to look for someone who would who would give it. and also i think the concept of mentors is i think people think as you said you know when you were like they're going to train you or something like your mental <laughs> this is the analogy i'm going to give it your mental isn't like um You know, Mr. Miyagi from The Karate Kid. (laughs) He's not going to train you every day and stuff. I think the concept of a mentor now, especially to me, is for you to be able to email him or her and say, oh, how did you deal with this situation? Do you see what I mean? Don't expect busy people 24-7 to to lay their own you know, time for you, when they've got hundreds of things to do as well and tell you, you know, how to do things. You've got to go to them at at your point of, you know, when you have difficulty. I think to me, that's what a a mentor should be about anyway. So if you're looking for a mentor, look for mentors that that would guide you, but also don't expect them to guide you. Like, just expect them to give you the the, directions. Yeah, the directions and hit the nail on the head, basically. And actually, another thing I like to say is because I just recently heard Tim Ferriss has got a new book out about um, uh, being a mentor, actually. And he he released a video once uh linked to his new book and they they basically asked him, Business Insider asked him, um, what tips would you give to people looking for mentors? And he basically summed it I like his his direction on it. He he said, um, when you're emailing mentors, don't email them questions like, Oh, um, I'm at this stage in my life. Uh, what can I do? Which is what I've done in the past, how can I do it? And of course they're gonna be like, Well, I you know, I need more information and also um it's going to be different for you because it was different for me. This is how I did my do deals. But he said, do the reverse. Ask them, what shouldn't I do when I get into this sector? Or what, what mistakes shouldn't I make? Do you see what I mean? Ask what them questions. Exactly. You know, ask them questions that will force them to respond to your email. Do you see what I mean? Imagine how many emails Gary Vaynerchuk gets every day of people saying, yeah, um, I'm a 23 year old and I have a YouTube channel and I want to start something with my friends. What can I do? Do you see what I mean? He must get tons of that. But imagine you get an email from a guy that says, Oh, I'm I'm a twenty three year old and I've got this stuff to figure out, but how can I stop making the mistakes I'm making? Do you see what I mean? This is gonna be like okay, this is a different type of question. So I think don't 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 get this concept of um like mentors holding your hands. No, I don't think they're <laughs> there to hold your hands. No, I think they're just there to as to to, to, to direct you as you've said you want to three, yeah. Sweet. So I guess we've we've sort of answered that case study for people who have asked.
1: But but one, one question, what if your idea does what if you're a techie, and no offence to anyone out there, but you've, you, you've built an app, you've, you've spoken to five people, and, well, you're just not good enough. Because See, it have nothing. Even if it does something, put it out. out there.
2: Put it out there.
0: Absolutely. But why not? Well, I think we tweeted that once on from on quadrums uh, Twitter account. Yeah, put it out, it out there. Why not? Yeah.
2: Like, five people might not like yeah. it. Yeah. This guy might not like it. Bro. You never know. Take your chances, why not? This is why I think so. if you put it out there, you yeah. never know. Some guy in Argentina will be like, ah, oh, man, this is great. Put it to a society in Argentina. Blows up in Argentina. That's true. <laughs> it blows up to another country and then it blows up again. So maybe for a specific place or a specific region in the world, they might like it compared to another region. Mm. Well, yeah, people good. have yeah. People have different cultures. People have different ideas, and you know how they basically how, how they like things based yeah. on their preferences. How they perceive they, things. Yeah, how, how they perceive things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, based on their society. So you, I would say put it out there. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean I would say you should put it out there because based on what I'm learning right now as well is what it's that it's a learning process even if it sucks, you've got stats showing you where in your app you're making mistakes or where in your app people are using the most. So if you can look at the stats that's shown on your app, that, oh, this is the feature that people are using the most. Again, it goes back to the 80-20 rule, you know, Pareto's law. Out of 80% of the software you built, 20% of it is the one that's been used the most. Do you see what I mean? So you you might spot your 20% and pivot. That's exactly what Slack did. Slack, don't get me wrong, was originally a game uh, company with funding and everything. But then I think the co-founder realized that the game thing wasn't really working well. But there was this internal messaging app they were using amongst their teams, you know, to, to structure their meetings and, and et cetera. And they were like, you know what? Why don't we try and like make this our full product? Do you see what I mean? In other words, pivot. So whether your idea is crap or the greatest thing in the world, still put it out there. Cause you, it's a learning process, to be honest. I don't think, I don't think anyone has ever built one app the first time and got it right. If you find someone that does, send me a link. <laughs> Simple.
1: Okay, another question, but well, what, what type of people should I be looking for, be my mentors? Because I can't message, obviously, Gary Vaynerchuk, great, if he replies, that, that'll be awesome. Yeah, 20 minutes yeah. conversation yeah. with Elon Musk would be great, but mm. who, because I've met some people who, people don't know, Yeah. but fam, these guys are running three companies, Yeah. I think we spoke about Di the, the Maria, not, 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 not the oh, people right, are, right. Ah, are this guy. Look at all these Manu fans, man. Please. man Manu fans, they can, they can never concentrate. That's why they want to win the league. Leave, leave that in here. I said it Manu would not win the league. <laughs> but no, they're, 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 there's a young lady who owns, um, she currently owns a um, UK startup. Or Startup UK. Not sure if I'm saying that the right way around. And this, this lady is running three companies and they're all doing well. But she probably has like maybe one thousand followers on Twitter. Yeah. Eight hundred on Instagram. And I bet you someone will look at that and say, let me find female entrepreneurs and they see her name. Like, oh, this this girl is not She she doesn't have that many followers. You know, what? Followers. No you know, what? You know what? You know what? You know there's what? no there's so, so fancy lights. I love that
0: I love that you brought that up. Sorry, am just just to cut you in between, just to cut you in. I've realized that social media has created this perception whereby if someone has like 30 followers or 40, it means that they're either not popular or unsuccessful. No, that term is flawed. I've met, like, real OG people who have, like, got it, their life together, successful. When you go on their Twitter, they've probably got five people that's following them. And I'm thinking, like, wow. Do you see what I mean? You're expecting more, isn't it? Yeah, you're thinking, like, oh, but you've only got five followers, right? So there's a perception in which I think there's this facade online that if you have so many followers you're the next big thing no do you see what i mean so i think that's a good point you've mentioned
1: yeah, so I, I would say we look, look into what the person is doing mm. instead of what the so, because social media is literally yeah. just it's highlights yeah, so, yeah for sure looking at stats basically exactly of actually looking at what they're actually
2: what they're what they're actually bringing to the table yeah you know? so first of all they'll go okay look at the followers blah, blah, blah. Next, mm. uh, two hundred followers now. Mm. Uh, One hundred followers now. Yeah, you see, you're not actually looking at what their business has gone on their website. You know, I
0: mean, look at their projects, mm. look at the testimonials. Bro. you're not yeah. going through <sighs> going
1: on, the, the The people I've run into this year, just, uh, just Myself,
0: like, even uh, me myself. My friend, he met a guy on LinkedIn. This is a true story. He met a guy on LinkedIn, I he just messaged him. So like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like we're into similar things. And he checked this guy up. There's not much about him online. so he's thinking, "Archie, okay, yeah, this guy is—you know—he doesn't probably, you know, know much." Next thing, this guy says that says to my friend, "You know what? I got this thing coming up. Come and attend, and you know, you can see what we do in terms of entrepreneurship." My friend goes there, and he sees like, "Wow, this guy's doing some great things in terms of the tech space, in terms of like, you know, black people in tech and promoting all that stuff. He's doing some incredible things." And along speaking to the guy, he realized the guy had three successful companies. And this goes back to a saying, because I had a mentor, he's still my mentor. And I really like this guy because he's just straight to the point. You know, he's been in the army and all that stuff. And because of that, you know, he's going to be a very brutal, I won't say brutal, but a guy that's honest. He said to me, um, you know, wow, well, 2.0. He said, to be honest, one of these clients are like Bain and something. Like they're like one of the biggest consultants. F- Have you heard of him? Bain and something. I don't know. McKinsey and Bain or whatever. And one those guys are his clients. When he goes to meetings with them, and he provides this great service for them. They're like, oh man, how come you don't see your line?" He says, yeah, because I just chose not to have an online presence. But well, he has one of the greatest consulting firms as a client. Do you see what I mean? That is crazy. I, when I spoke to him and I asked him, and he said to me, "Wallet, to be honest, I think it's actually better for people not to know what you're doing. Do you see what I mean? Which is why you don't see me everywhere going, oh, entrepreneur." or like top 500 Forbes list, I'm, okay, cool. No, don't get me wrong. Your accolades are great and stuff. Do you see what I mean? But for a lot of people in this game, the title doesn't match the worker. Do you see what I mean? So it's about filtering through the process and understanding who's the real deal. Literally, that's why I don't use the term entrepreneur. And, and I'll say it in quotes because it's thrown about these days. You know, A guy says an entrepreneur, you go to his www. Um, your website, you look at his footer. His website was last updated in 2015.
1: But, but, he has 50,000 followers. Exactly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I forgot. Yeah. Oh, I mean, did you mention you can literally promote your Instagram page to get your 50,000 followers? So, again, look at the engagement as well. Yeah. There are people who have 800 followers, Mm. but you are seeing like, 50, 60, 70, 100 comments. And your guy who has 50,000, you know, because his pictures look great and someone has decided to follow, you only see like, 10 comments. You know, And I, I'm sure if you've probably heard this, that engagement mm. on the social media is important. So it's not always about the followers, but mm. I think people still just... We're humans. The first thing you see, you pay attention to those yeah. And So if you are looking for a mentor, please do not just stop at, oh, this person works for a big company, and yeah. oh, this person has so many followers, and oh, there's so much hype around this person, you know, and then when those people don't respond to you... Know, you no, know absolutely. But the guy who has eight hundred followers, yeah, you know, he's there and it's like, you never mm. know. And you reply, you message him, mm. and like we said, you'll be shocked when you sit down with some of these people mm-hmm. and you're like, oh snap, uh, I didn't know. Exactly, exactly, we were, which has happened to a couple of us. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, I, I've I just, this.
0: I've just been yeah. astonished to be honest. But just the last thing I realized that we didn't say in terms of like being a techie and you know getting into business. One thing we didn't mention is going to events. Bro, like, if you want to meet people in the field you want to go to, you've got to be around like-minded people. So the best way to do this is to go to events. Do you see what I mean? If you recognize there's a business event coming up, it's where like-minded people are going to to converge and talk about what you're interested in. Do you see what I mean? Like, recently, like, since moving back, I realised that there's so much stuff happening in London. Not even London, but cities, like, major cities like Birmingham, Cambridge... There's like meetups every week. And the people you meet there are like it's profounding. Do you see what I mean? You get to meet people that like you really wouldn't have met if you were just sitting down programming in your room. Do you see what I mean? Which is what I was doing a lot of my life when I realised that okay, look, I need to try something different and go out of my comfort zone. Do you see what I mean? So go out there and see what like minded people are doing in the events. What do you think? I
1: haven't been to many. And anytime I do go, I'm I'm always very there's a lot I take out of it, you know, which I would definitely encourage. And and it's networking is part of mm-hmm. it. You can't always network from as much as we say social media. Social media is great; it is helpful, absolutely. But you cannot do. I don't think fifty percent of the business aspect can be done through emails or social. You have to meet absolutely. these people in person. I yeah, mean, and obviously you can meet them first time, you shake their hands, yeah, yeah, know you.
0: absolutely. You, exactly. You've heard about the two minute um pitch, right? I feel that what, what's it called a pitch what, what's that thing you call elevator pitch elevator oh, pitch right. boom well. basically first impressions exactly Burn. you can't really do an elevator pitch on Twitter or on Instagram oh, yeah. do you see what I mean
1: 140 characters after <laughs> <laughs> no
0: haven't they increased it oh yeah they, they've increased, yeah, yeah, the they increased it yeah
1: but absolutely yeah what you're saying But no I think you might not touch on something that them seeing your face is better than, so when they rec- when they recognise your name on the email they know they have a face to put to it and there's almost a sense of trust, like I've seen this person, yeah, yeah. I've met this person. There's a connection there, yeah. I can ignore this email because it's just someone online, you know. But the person you've met, and you know, there's there's a bit more, yeah, yeah. urgency to okay. yeah, yeah I actually do need to reply to this person. I mean, but
0: still, like, I don't think you should still ignore people if you feel like you don't no, really. No, I think what he means is that um, there's more of a rapport with people. Okay, like, when well, you meet them yeah, face to face, yeah, I, like I get like what it's you mean. Not a yeah, yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. i get what you mean because like i feel like i'm not gonna lie to you throughout looking for mentors and stuff i've emailed like well not even just looking for mentors but being curious as to why people have done things i'm so weird like that that i would email someone to ask them oh why did you do this or you know how does this work for you i realized that not a lot of people will respond but that didn't stop me do you see what i mean so i don't think like that's why when I get emails myself or actually I've never got an email of someone saying, oh yeah, what do you think of this? More, It's more like a WhatsApp or, or instant messaging. But if I did see an email from a young person or whoever older than me, asks me something that I know about, I I would respond if I have the time. Do you see what I mean? So I think, yeah, it's just about finding that right balance, to be honest. But it's all good. But yeah, the last thing that we wanted to discuss about is we had a question from um one of our um quadcast listeners. And he said to me, oh, wow, well, 2.0, you guys were talking about what are we talking about? We are talking about following your passion and all that stuff. And, you know, your passion is what's going to make you happy and etc. But he said, he, he bumped into a guy recently at a, um, a talk. Some entrepreneur came to them in university and he owns a very successful web and app development company. And the guy said he was very happy making money in web and app development. He was making lots of money, but that isn't his passion. Do you see what I mean? So he was like, so what do you have to say for, for that then? He's not doing his passion, but he's happy making money. I'm gonna leave that to you guys. What do you think?
1: Um, I think the key word there was he was happy making money through web development. You know. I actually I'll let him add there an analogy Emmanuel um gave earlier. And I'll let him say that because Yeah, it's a good one. Not you know, not that I know anything by it, <laughs> <laughs> it. It it makes it made sense, but I think all, all I would say is, you know. Like well, what I what I always say is, money doesn't buy happiness, but it will pay for the road to happiness. You know, to pay right. for the transport to get you there. And I think there's enough evidence to show that money doesn't really bring true happiness. If you look at the percentage of um, suicide rates, it's actually among rich people. Tell what countries don't commit as much suicide as. Yeah, mm-hmm. as, as much suicide as rich people yeah. in first-world countries. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. You know, so if fun. money was yeah. what determines happiness, then really everyone in the third-world country should be, should be committing suicide every day. But instead, we have the rich people who are the ones who will pull out a gun and shoot their own head or kill their family. So I think following your passion and making money are two different things. If you want to make money, go buy Bitcoin for 11000 Wait, no, actually, yeah, take a loan of 10000 or 11000 buy Bitcoin, wait for six months, sell it for $33,000. you have made money. Oh, and you happy. I mean, of course, it's not as easy as that, though. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's more things See, to process. What? Uh, to you let him out of the We'll talk about Bitcoins later.
0: Because mm-hmm. the, the thing about with money is like. What's okay. the analogy you gave? Yeah, I said,
2: what I I said something about, yeah, so. Yeah, obviously, um your passion is not really what it, the guy was saying, yeah, that, uh, it wasn't really his passion, get money. But yeah, obviously with uh, things like let's say if I wanted to make money quick, like become a drug dealer, yeah, you know, make a one million in one week or something like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it's it's not really what I wanted to do, mm. but it's bringing in the money quickly. Mm. So it was a thing where I'm continuously doing it and it's making me happy, obviously because I'm mm. not making yeah, one yeah, million yeah, a week. Yeah, so yeah. but it's not really my passion, mm. but it's it's something that's given me resource to, you know... Pay the with, bills. and Pay the bills and do other things. Yeah. So it, it's not really about, you know, okay, um, he's doing something that's not his passion, bringing the money, but...
0: You know, it's bringing in the money, but it's not really his passion. But also, I mean, you, you also mentioned something like Towards the Line. You said that Towards the Line, he's going to realise that money didn't bring happiness. Yeah, exactly. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, because he, constantly, you're, you're constantly
2: doing, doing that and then towards the, in the long term, it's going to be a thing where, okay, yeah, done this before, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. You know, it's not, not really bringing me happiness anymore yeah. because I've done it, been there, done it, it's fine. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it's not, I mean, it wasn't really something that gave me happiness, but now down the line, I've got all the money, all the resources and that. It's not really, you know, fulfilling my my happiness. So,
1: yeah, and like, I think... That's pa- what's going to cause depression again. Yeah, yeah, I think we should, we should be able to differentiate passion and happiness, you know, like following your passion gives you that satisfaction, you know. Yeah, it, it's
2: more of a bonus with the money,
1: yeah, because mm. you're doing something you love.
2: Mm. So, even if, like, yeah, even if you accomplish everything resource-wise with the money, you know, you've got that extra happiness from doing the stuff you love. So, you know, even though that, that, um, what's it, the excitement of getting the money dies down,
1: mm. you've got the excitement of doing something that you love mm. that keeps you ticking. Basically keeps you going,
2: mm.
1: yeah. And, and I mean, there's a difference, a big difference between peace and happiness. You know, chocolate can make you happy. Going to the gym and walking out can make you happy.
0: Does it really? Oh no, for some for some people, oh, man,
1: there's some people. There are some people who love love the weights. Really, who love like I yeah. I actually yeah. I actually get a certain amount of joy from going to the gym. Yeah,
0: mm.
1: whereby it's like, okay, I know I'm. I'm looking after my body, yeah, yeah. and there's a certain joy of it. Like, okay, I I'm less scared I'm going to get a heart attack or something. Yeah, you know. But also, money brings you a certain amount of happiness. But the peace of mind. Uh, if 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 it was about money, no one would ever complain that they hate their job. But we we would all be going to work. I mean, if if anyone is paying me five hundred a day as a contractor. <laughs> I'm happy. Mm. But I bet you there are some mornings I'll wake up and I'll be like, I I can't be bothered. Despite if they're paying me 500 a day. You know, so we have to be very careful when we say happiness and passion and your passion will keep
0: you happy. Yeah, you've got, there's just one great uh, example I saw, I think. It says you've got to remember that whatever they're doing, that's necessarily not their passion. You know, working, that necessarily might be what's funding that. That's what's going to fund their passion in the future. Do you see Mm. what I mean? So you got to remember that some yeah, of people... Course, there's a stepping <coughs> stone.
2: So you're doing something that you don't want, but you're doing it temporarily.
0: Yeah, yeah. To fund what you really want yeah, to do. That's Yeah, good. yeah. That's completely different. Yeah, also, I think we should stop telling people to follow their passion because, like, I feel like there's a lot of people who misunderstand, do you see what I mean? Like, following your passion means, like, doing something that makes you happy, but ensuring that, as a result, you can also gain from that in a way as well. Do you see what I mean? Or you know be happy for me in a way do you see what i mean i feel like it's the number one term being thrown around whenever a kid asks or whenever someone asks what should i do my life oh just follow your passion and you're gonna be a millionaire you're gonna be a billionaire no it's just there's not there's there's a process you go to you've got to cultivate that passion you've got to do so many different things to realize if that passion's for you do you see what i mean so also there's just one thing i like to say to end this discussion on um this example, my, I spoke to my uh, a friend of mine once, and we had a very long conversation. And I will never forget this this story he told me. So he was on a train now, him and this guy, uh, a three piece suit. Um, he he had a Rolex on. It was just him and this guy on the train. And bear in mind, my friend doesn't actually normally talk to strangers on the train. He just you know just tried something out of his comfort zone. But he saw he saw the guy's face. He realised that the guy was looked unhappy, even though he was dressed really well. And my friend wants to ask him, oh, are you good? Or, you know, hope you're all right and everything. The guy said, yeah, yeah, I'm good. And my friend was to say, man, you look, you know, you look well, you know, what's that word? Yeah, like, you've you've looked after yourself. Like, you seem to be doing pretty well, I should say. And the guy says, yeah, 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 I'm I'm an MD or blah, blah, blah of an investment bank or whatever it was. It's something to do with banking. And my friend was like, aren't you, like, happy then? Like, why do you look so depressed? I thought you'd be smiling and everything. He was like, no. He said that at that point in his life, like, he realized that, he was working all that time to aim for all that, you know, to be the richest, to be the MD, to have lots of money. And that's why he worked in a bank. But eventually when all that comes, he has lots of cars in his garage, in his, um, in his um, house. He's got a big house. He's got wife and kids. He realised that that wasn't what brought him happiness. Do you see what I mean? He realised that all that was, was was, in a sense, all for nothing. Do you see what I mean? So the point I got from that story is the fact that towards the end of the line, People who are just chasing money and not necessarily using the money to fund whatever they really want to do will eventually get tired of it. Do you see what I mean? And realise what's more important. Do you see what I mean? So I think that's a good way for us to sort of end the conversation on um, that question that was asked. There's nothing really
2: more we can say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've
0: spoken about it a couple of times anyway, but thanks for asking the question anyway so we are going to wrap this episode of our podcast there and we'll see you in the next one